You're listening to the She Is Fierce podcast. I'm Kelly Youngs, the founder of She Is Fierce, a global women's network that elevates women's stories and gives you the tools and connections you need to live on purpose. We support female leaders and business owners who are ready to level up in business and life. We partner with and provide speakers and development programs for companies that believe in the power of supporting women on the rise. On our podcast, you'll hear the inspiring stories of professionals and entrepreneurs who have overcome challenges and built purpose-filled lives. And you'll get a behind-the-scenes look at my mission-driven business and learn how to brand and grow your own. Hello, fierce women. I am back with week two of our summer school series inspired by She is Fierce's sister company, Heirloom Leadership and Learning Co. Throughout July and August, I'll be highlighting some of the lessons I've learned from building She is Fierce and some of the skills we teach through our sister company, Heirloom, many of which you have access to inside the She is Fierce membership. Now, throughout the summer, I'll be answering some of the most common practical questions I get at events and in private consulting sessions on building your business or career. But don't worry, I will be back with more amazing interviews with fierce women in the fall. Now, last week, we talked about how to find your passion and purpose and build a business or a career that you really love. Now, I like to keep my focus on mission-driven businesses led by women who want to make a difference in the world. Whether that difference is simply making enough to sustain their families, doing what they love, or maybe launching a product or service that will help others improve their lives. Or it could even be starting nonprofits with a clear mission to serve. That focus on women with purpose and your mission-driven lives and businesses means that I'll be giving you some very practical advice, but with a specific goal in mind of helping you succeed at doing something that you are proud of and taking some of the struggle out of your ultimate success. This week, we're going to go into further detail into one of the most common questions I get from friends, strangers, and community members, but how do I actually start? So I'm going to break down the practical steps I believe you need to take to get started in your new business or side gig, and I'll share some of the challenges that I experienced and overcame along the way. So let me get started by telling you the five areas I'm going to cover today. Number one, don't quit your day job yet. Number two, know your motivations. Number three, make a plan. Number four, think about money. And number five, remember that hard work is inevitable. So let's go deeper on these five steps to success when starting anything new. So number one, don't quit your day job yet. There are two exceptions to this, and I will explain those at the end. So first, I know that this advice can sound so frustrating when you're already so ready to get started and have a clear focus on doing the thing that you have been dreaming about 
And it may seem counterintuitive for me to talk about how to get started doing something new by saying, don't quit the thing you're already doing. But here's the thing. I want you to be successful at whatever you start, not just start something. And putting financial pressure on your mission-driven business or your side gig to immediately replace your current income and cover all of your expenses and allow you to think about growth opportunities is almost always unrealistic. And it's why almost half of all businesses don't last beyond the first five years. Let me explain my logic a little bit further. So first, we have to understand that we all start from different places. I know it's not fair, but it is reality, and the more time that we spend wishing that we had what someone else has, the longer it's going to take for us to get where they are. Now, that isn't to dismiss the extra struggle. It's truly to say I fully recognize it. In my own experience and working with so many women, I see where I've been so lucky and I started ahead of many in some areas and also behind many in others. Now, to show you what I mean, I'll share a little bit of my own experience, and you may see some parallels or some differences to your own life. So first of all, here is how I started ahead of many. Number one, I began my business when I was already married to a person who was bringing in his own salary. Number two, I started my business when I had a master's degree from a good university and a high-level professional experience working for internationally recognized companies. And number three. I knew that if things didn't work out, it would be okay. I might be incredibly disappointed. I might be embarrassed, or I might have to account for some time missed on my resume, but I wouldn't be worried about feeding my children. Now, here's how I maybe started behind. So number one, I started my business as a mom to two young children, an all-encompassing job of its own. That meant I was basically learning how to mom and how to business at the same time, and often feeling overwhelmed at the sheer amount of work to stay afloat in both areas. Number two, I didn't have any investors or even any of my own money set aside to start a business with. And I mean that literally. I put the first year of expenses on a credit card. I tried as hard as I could to keep expenses as low as possible which slowed me down a lot in the beginning, but ultimately I think helped me grow a business that is still around eight years later. And finally, I prayed that things would work out so that I would be able to pay everything off and making money would just be a miracle, right? And then finally, I didn't have a clear plan. That thing that I just said about making money would be a miracle, I really mean that. I started She is Fierce as a passion project, hoping to find work doing something meaningful to me. But when I say I can give you the best advice on how to succeed early on, it's based on working personally with hundreds and ultimately thousands of women starting something new. But also on all the things that I did right and I did wrong, like not having any real money-making plan when I first started out. Now, your circumstances are likely different. But I'm sure some people will will hear my example and they might think, well, I'm already so far ahead of where she was. I have money in the bank or I have investors lined up. I am going to kill it. And others may hear my example and think, wow, she was incredibly privileged and no wonder things worked out for her. 
I didn't have to worry that failure would mean homelessness, and I had a career I could go back to if things didn't work out. And honestly, both responses to my story would be right. And that's the point. You have your own unique set of circumstances, and you have to decide when you're ready to give up the security of your current income and put all of that financial pressure on your business or side gig. I would encourage you to do that once you are already making money in your business and you have a money plan in place, not when you're still in the excited, figuring things out stage. My dream for you is truly security and success, not success after years of financial and emotional struggle, and certainly not failure. You have so much to offer. Your skills, talents, and mission deserve time and space to thrive and grow. Now, here are the two exceptions where I would say, hey, go for it. Quit your day job. Use all of your energy on your business now. Now, if you came to me asking for help in figuring out what to do and where to get started, and you fit into one of these two very unique categories, that would be my response. So here they are. Number one, you are independently wealthy and have a clear sense of financial security no matter what happens. And number two, you are already currently unemployed. Maybe you just recently lost your job, or maybe you just haven't been able to find a great revenue producing role. And you do have some savings in the bank, or you have a spouse that you can rely on, or maybe if you're just getting started in life, you have a couch to sleep on until things start to pan out. Now, being able to focus your energy solely on your business will help you make more progress up front. But only take this path if you can afford to struggle a little getting things off the ground. Okay, number two, know your motivations. I'm going to keep this one simple because it honestly really is. Basically, make sure you do a real gut check that you're pursuing something you're willing to do the work, and I mean do a lot of work to bring to life. Imagine some scenarios now. What if you become wildly successful and your business becomes everything you dream it can be? That would be amazing, right? What if that's still true, but it takes 10 years? Would you still want to get started because it means that much to you? What if you're rejected by the first 20, 40, 60 people you pitch as clients or customers? Will you have the certainty in your heart that you are still on the right track? If the answer is yes, that is wonderful. Now answer this, why? It's okay to be unsure, and it's absolutely okay to make changes and shifts and grow along the way. But I want to be sure that this new business or project that you're going to take on ties back to your sense of passion and purpose, and that you're clear on why you are actually doing it. And by the way, I really do believe it is okay if that reason is to make money or to prove something to yourself or any of a million other reasons that might not seem like enough to someone else. But those reasons, and honestly, any reason are okay if your gut check says, this is enough to sustain me and this really matters to me. If you've got a dream and you've got that gut check down, you've got more than enough to keep going. 
And now it's really just about doing the work. So let's talk about some of the first work you should do. We are on number three, make a plan. You don't have to have a formal business plan to get started. And again, it truly depends on your personal style, how much structure you want to build before you get started. If you're seeking investors, you need a really formal business plan. But if you're starting out as a solopreneur, you may do things a little bit more unstructured. I'll share some more details on many of these things along the way and in our upcoming podcast, and we have resources on them available within the She is Fierce membership. But here are some items you might need to consider right away. First, write a business plan. It doesn't have to be a complete investor-ready plan, but it does have to cover some of the basics. What exactly will you do? Who is already doing this in the marketplace? What can you learn from their successes and their failures? How will you fund your business? What legal or financial things do you need to do to make sure you're covered once you've started making money? And these might include things like registering your business name, getting a federal or state tax ID, and making sure you have any trademarks or any other legal protections that might apply to your specific business. All right, so number four, think about money. Most mission-driven business owners I meet in the first couple of years are struggling, not because they don't have incredible skills or products, not because they don't deserve to be paid well, but because they are so focused on the mission that they actively work against themselves. Here's a phrase I have heard countless times from new business owners or even women years into business who are still struggling to bring home any meaningful amount of money. Here it is. I don't even care about making money. I just want to help others. Listen, honestly, you guys are incredible, fierce-hearted women, and I have so much love and appreciation for you and for every woman who has ever said that to me. And I honestly have to include myself in that group when I first started She is Fierce. When I first started, I had a brand new baby and a two-year-old, and I wanted to find something to do to keep my brain busy and keep me feeling fulfilled professionally and personally, while also having time to be present for my young children. I wanted the work to make money, but I didn't have a plan to make money. And so guess what? I didn't. Well, actually, I did bring in some money, not a whole lot, but I had an equal amount in expenses. So I think you can see how that story ends. After a year of incredibly hard work doing something that felt really important and exciting, while also being a full-time mom to a baby and a two-year-old, I was left with no financial benefit to contribute and honestly the prospect of spending more money to keep the mission going. That was a real low point for me. Wondering if I could turn this incredible community, a successful series of events and programs that I'd created, into something I could sustain and actually do after what I had been considering my very busy extended maternity leave. I realized that if I wanted to make a difference, I would also have to make money. Otherwise, I really wouldn't be able to continue to do that meaningful work. That shift in perspective changed how I ran the business and how I approached sales. 
I want to make a difference for the women in our community. And I can only do that if I can also make a living myself and I can pay the wonderful people that I work with and the vendors for our events and all of the expenses that it takes to keep it all going. And the same applies for you. Having that sense of financial security will give you freedom to do work that matters to you and to think about your new opportunities objectively and make growth-focused decisions. And finally, we are here, number five. Remember, hard work is inevitable. And sometimes failure and struggle are actually a sign of progress. I have to be honest with you here. No matter what, even if you're already making a profit in your business right away, you will still struggle with something. And honestly, probably many things. And that's okay. And it's absolutely okay to be afraid of failure. But remember that those who are most successful are often those who fail the most too, but they don't brag about their failures. So you're only seeing their highlight reel. The most important part of overcoming struggle is taking time to assess what went wrong and what went right and do more of the latter. The success you find in your new venture will be even sweeter because of the hard work that you put into it. So let's do a quick recap. Number one, don't quit your day job yet. Number two, know your motivations. Number three, make a plan. Number four, think about money. And number five, remember that hard work is inevitable. You have so much ahead of you, and I truly cannot wait to hear about the impact that you make in the world. Remember, we have resources within the She Is Fierce membership to help you get started. We have a phenomenal group of women business owners in our CEO Mastermind Circle, and that's kicking off again this fall. And I'm opening up some spots to meet with myself and our She Is Fierce team leaders this fall as well. So if you are inspired by this podcast and you're looking for a little extra help and support on your journey, reach out to us directly at info at sheisfiercehq.com and we will help you find the best path for you. Whether that's with us or with other women in our community who can help you with specific challenges. I am wishing you inspiration today as you think about your next steps. And ultimately, I wish you so much success on your new business journey. Thank you for joining me today. And I can't wait to be back with you next week with more insights as part of our summer school series inspired by our sister company, Heirloom Leadership and Learning Company. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the She Is Fierce podcast. Join our community of fierce female leaders and women on the rise who are ready to level up, make more money, find more joy, and make their mark in the world inside our She Is Fierce membership, our high-level CEO mastermind circle for entrepreneurs, or at one of our sold-out live events. Choose how you want to get involved at sheisfiercehq.com.